Hey everyone, and welcome to the 19th episode of Slime Time, the official Dragon Quest Dragon's Den podcast. This is one of your hosts, Platy M3. And this is Liam Land, recording live in a closet in New Jersey. So get <laughs> your jokes out now about me being in a closet. Or the closet. I- the. <laughs> All right, well, courage and wit have served thee well. Thou hast been promoted to the next podcast level. Uh, cool. Did we gain any stats there? Um, I don't know. We talked about porn on the last ballet episode last time, so uh, I don't know. Maybe agility and strength? Ooh, yeah. Let's go with that. <laughs> hey, maybe dodging your wife, your luck skill increased. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was like... <laughs> it... <laughs> <laughs> right when right when the porn story started, I was like, oh, yeah, I saw Dragon Quest porn ballet one time. And right when I said that, she walked into the hallway where I was recording <laughs> it was to, to walk past me to get to to get to the bathroom. And I, I, I like basically step over me as I'm telling you, I was like, uh, <clears throat> Pornhub. Um, yeah. So I went to the site once and uh, <laughs> and. And uh, thankfully, she didn't hear me, or she would have completely busted my chops. <laughs> yes, I would say your luck skill definitely increased on level yeah. up there. Yeah. <laughs> so in Quest of the Stars news, part two of the Dragon Quest V event began recently. Uh, you get to choose to confess feelings for Bianca, Nira, or Deborah, the bride, the bride choices from Dragon Quest V. And then they join you as companions during battle. Um, so far from what I can tell, this doesn't mean that they battle with you, but they offer you additional treasure at the end of a battle sometimes. Um, I chose Nira, and she says, I'll follow you anywhere as the battle stage begins. And then she sort of trails along after the battle party um, and comes out at the end with like some extra treasure sometimes. Um, other than that, I haven't really seen much advantage to that. Um, it's funny, though, how Nira hangs out in my multiplayer tavern and sort of walks behind and in front of the characters as I wait for the players to join. Uh, most of it is just game tie-ins, but there's some additional monster recruitment via the whistles that you can get uh, when some of the defeated monsters join you. Um, I had a funny conversation with Woodus recently where he was using the voice-to-text to chat with me, and uh, he meant to say he'd gathered quite a few whistles, but the voice-to-text wrote assholes. So, <laughs> gathering a few assholes in the game. Uh, I reply, there's quite a few assholes in this game. And, you know, like Cyril the Squirrel. Um, <laughs> so, you may know our next guest from his YouTube channel. He's been a regular on the Dragon Quest Builders group on Facebook that I often mention at least once every episode <laughs> on this podcast. Um, or he's been in articles featuring his Dragon Quest Builders 2 build of the entire Link to the Past map. Joining us live at the time this was recorded from just outside Dusseldorf, Germany, we'd like to welcome Ben Axe to the party. Yes, hello. Thank you for having me. Welcome. Oh, thanks for being there. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Did I, did I butcher the pronunciation of Dusseldorf? Uh, it was all right. It's, <laughs> kind of, it's a little bit German was in there. Okay, good, good. Because I'm, I'm actually, my, my last name is German. Kirsting. Oh. Yeah, so I do have German ancestry, um, but I've actually never been. My dad did a, uh, um, like a kind of like a find your roots tour in Germany, and he actually found a Kirsting um, with the same earlobe, earlobes. So, so a bit of German. Yeah, that no, he doesn't. He only knows a little bit. So he had to have an interpreter, um, and he had like he had like tea 
my, him and my mom had like tea with one of our ancestors and or not ancestors our relatives distant relatives in uh, in germany with the same earlobes <laughs> and they all just sat around talking about earlobes yes that's that's probably all they could talk about (laughs) (laughs) to be a fly on that wall yeah it was i'm sure it was an exciting conversation but you just even just to be in germany and have all the food and and of course the beer Uh, yeah you like the food and and the air oh yeah beer the (laughs) the beer in germany is supposed to be way 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 more potent than the beer here yes yes it is i can attest to that (laughs) my my many nights out i can also attest to that (laughs) (laughs) so the last okay go ahead play i was gonna say the uh last date i went on before i met my wife um i was on dating websites and uh is actually a friend of a friend. She actually recognized me being in one of our common friends' pictures on Facebook, and we were both on eHarmony, and she messages me, oh, yeah, let's let's go out or something. And I saw what city she was in, and I'm like, oh, there's a great German uh, restaurant right there, beer house, let's go. And she was just like, yeah, sure. Well, we get there, we sit down, she's ordering and everything. Find out she's vegetarian oh. and <laughs> doesn't drink <laughs> beer. <laughs> Oh, and no beer. <laughs> no beer. I'm like, why are we here? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that... we have some stuff, which is like mashed potatoes and stuff. So maybe it's fine for her. <laughs> Within five minutes of the date, you're like, oh, well, this is fun. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Literally had the first date with my wife the next day. <laughs> No. <laughs> no. Uh, is she only finding out now? <laughs> yeah. Oh no, my wife laughs that uh she was was she was girl A or B, I can't remember. I had to keep him I'd been like online dating for two years and if like I met someone I would like pause communication and then go chit chat with you know, and I'd go on a few dates, see if it worked out. If not, then you know, back to online. But, like, just finally it was like, okay, none of these are working out. Who cares? I'm going to go on, like, three dates in a week. Screw it. I'll play the odds. And, like, the second I say that, I got dates on back-to-back nights. And then, yep, meet my wife on the second one. So So also through Tinder or what is the app called? Um, The one was called eHarmony. Ah, eHarmony. Yeah, we don't have uh, No, my gosh, it was a pain in the neck to get through that website. They they build it as very professional. It was very expensive. And I think I had to answer like 280 questions to make my profile. It was ridiculously. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Nowadays, people just like put a picture on Tinder and you're swiping left or right. No, like this thing was locked down. So like in How I Met Your Mother, where Ted wanted his uh, 99% uh, woman. Uh-huh. Oh, uh-huh. Right. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My wife and I just Likely. finished up that, watching that series. It was her first time seeing it, of course. Uh, got to that last doozy of an episode <laughs> but yeah i do remember that moment that's yeah, great I, I like the last episode to be honest they i i haven't watched the alternative ending yet but i was a little yeah. bummed that they didn't they didn't make ted, older ted bob saget because he'd, uh, been narr- he'd been narrating like the whole series i don't did, did you watch it in english with subtitles or or in english completely, completely in english but with english subtitles oh okay Cool. That's how I watch most of my shows I'm watching are with English subtitles. Nice. Um, when that last season was airing, um, I was living with my wife and her brother. 
and he had been dating some girl here in Florida that had moved back to California at the time, and she just threw her name down for extras work, and she ended up sitting in the front row of one of the wedding scenes. Oh, who got from married that way? So there's Barney's wedding. Yeah. It was when Barney got married, yes. Okay. She's awesome. literally sitting in the front row. Like We're like, oh my god, there's what's-her-name. <laughs> <laughs> they broke up like blah, five years blah. ago i can't remember her name anymore <laughs> my name is blah blah call me blah <laughs> i mean she might as well be she was an uncredited extra just sitting in the crowd and someone my mother-in-law dated six years ago so who the hell knows <laughs> all right so today we're going to be talking <laughs> how's that for a transition <laughs> they are going to be talking about Dragon Quest Builders 1 and 2. I know we were building towards this discussion, so let's get the build, yeah, the build puns out now. Um, but before we do the game, let's get to know our guest a little bit. So, uh, Ben, got a question for you. What's with your username, BenXC? I see that on all your social media stuff. Uh, yeah, it somehow kind of happened, to be honest. So I had my first username. Uh, so my first username was Benny X Cross, and that was only because uh, the name Ben Cross was taken from AOL at the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to nice. take that one. So uh, <laughs> then I tried Benny Cross, was also taken, of course. And so I just put an X in between because uh, my last name in German is uh, kind of uh, kind of has a meaning of cross. Mm -hmm. So I just made it a, a double cross, like X cross. So, ah, but then, okay. yeah, yeah. And then uh, I tried to shorten it for YouTube so people can uh, remember it better. And so I just removed, uh, yeah, like uh, the the cro the Ross from cross. And mm -hmm. I changed nice. my first name a bit. That's why it's called Ben XD. And also, uh, I kind of found out uh, you could use it for extra creative. Well, looking at all your videos, you you are definitely that. Um, oh. Liam and I have some pictures to share with you later. We got pretty creative last night. Let me tell you, and uh, we'll share our creativeness with you later. Yeah, we have a we have, we did a we did a, a castle build off. Uh, Platy and I, we want you to be the judge to which one is uh, far superior. Please be kind to uh, to Platy because I know <laughs> mine's just probably going to blow him out of the water. I will also take a look. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right. So um, I've seen. I was checking out your YouTube channel, going through a bunch of stuff, and um, I went through by date, by order, and I noticed that before even Dragon Quest Builders One came out, you had a couple little things there, not much. But obviously, Dragon Quest Builders 1, Dragon Quest Builders 2 is primarily what you upload there. How did you get started with YouTube, with streaming, and what is about the uh, Builders games that really got you so hooked? Uh, so how did I come... Um... So how did I get into YouTube? So I think the main reason for it is uh, the YouTube function on the PlayStation 4. Because there's like one button press and you can share it on YouTube. Which was very, very good at that time. And yeah, I, I, I shared a few snippets of Destiny 2. And maybe uh, Monster Hunter World and Horizon Zero Dawn. And I noticed, yeah, a few people liked it. They gave a few likes and thumbs up. And so I've got into Dragon Quest Builders 1. 
uh, I visited the PSN store at uh, one day, and there was a new demo, Dragon Quest Builders. And I'm like, hmm, looking at the screenshots, it kind of looks like Minecraft, but prettier. And with a story? Okay, let's test it. So I booted it up, played, and I think around uh, three or four minutes in, I was like, I love this game. I will buy it. <laughs> so the next day, <laughs> I went into the store, got it, and I started uh, playing through the story and building in Terra Incognita, and it was awesome. And at one point, I almost finished my first build, which was the castle town. And I was kind of proud of it, to be honest. And so I thought, yeah, let's, let's just share it online on YouTube and let's see what people think. So I posted it and it kind of blew up. So I had like, uh, I think 10,000 views in a couple of weeks. And I was like, hmm, maybe I should do some more. And that's how I started getting into the YouTube prison. Wow. Now, so you uh, you were um, you were on YouTube, but the the way you started to really get into uh, doing regular videos was through builders. Yeah, yeah, that oh, wow. was uh, was completely through builders, and uh, then also people came up with questions in the comments, and so I made videos about that, answering the uh, the questions they had, like making tips and tricks, and yeah, the the thing was. Um, can we already go to Dragon Quest Builders two, or are we still at Dragon Quest Builders one? Uh, no, we can we can talk about builders in general. Okay, perfect. So um, yeah, then uh, Dragon Quest Builders two came out in Japan, and as you guys know, uh, the Dragon Quest Builder game uh, no the uh, the Dragon Quest Builder games always come out like nine months prior in Japan. Mm-hmm. And that, yeah, that, uh, that was a huge plus because uh, this way I could get used to Dragon Quest Builders 2 um, nine months and build up a whole portfolio of videos. And where once it came out, all my videos got massive views and stuff. And yeah, that was awesome. So, uh, and especially at the point where Dragon Quest Builders 2 came out in the West. Um, I knew exactly what kind of videos to make and stuff, and and yeah, I, I really liked that. So people uh, responded very positively on it. Right. I I will say I think it was even it was a year ago. Liam kept uh, we we've got little group chats going with some Dragon Quest fans um, from the website we all met through, and yeah, Liam has sent us some of your builds and like, oh my god, look at what this guy's doing. <laughs> <laughs> Liam's like, I, I, Liam's like, I, I'm, I'm working all day, and my, I got to play with my kid all night, and I, I can't even play Dragon Quest II, Builders Two like a couple of you guys. But look at this. Yeah, I mean, but we're at least up. I can watch it. Yeah, and we're all messaging, we're all messaging him back like, Hey, Liam, man, we're not doing that kind of stuff in the game. So, oh yeah, yeah. I, so the yeah. Builders One, I played the hell out of that. That came out. Uh, what was that? 2016, or I feel like I. Yeah, I think for PlayStation uh, Three and PS Vita, I believe. Uh, and and it is. I played it on PS4. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I my I think it was before my son was born, so I had time to play that one. And then two came out <laughs> when he was an infant, and I I think it might have come out. Uh, was that 2017? When it, when did Builders Two come out? We should Builders Two uh, last summer. Was it last summer? Really? All right, then, yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Yeah. It was I that, think it December was... 20th. Uh, nine. 
no wait, uh, December 20th, 2018, it came out in Japan. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. so 2018, so then it would have been 2019. Um, so, so yeah, at that point, um, my, my, we were living at my parents' place in, in New York. And so I didn't, I was basically just like taking care of my kid and didn't have a lot of time to play, to play two as much as I wanted to. Um, oh, and I also had like a two hour commute to work, which was terrible. But anyway, <laughs> it's the game that I wanted to play more of because there was so much, uh, so many more things that you could do in, in Builders 2 than you could in one. Mm. Very much so. So, yeah, definitely. Ben, so Ben, I see you stream now too. Did that uh did that come after the YouTube videos? Did you start streaming later? Um, the main reason for that is uh, I now got a PC which can stream. The other one ah, okay. was kind of, I, <laughs> was too <laughs> slow, so that's why I could never stream. And um, I also have a fan or like almost a friend. Mm -hmm. uh, no, although you can also call her a friend. It's uh, Yuri or Yurima plays. And she she's and she's doing streams on Twitch, and I often watched her, and that's where I was like, hmm, maybe I should try that too. But I need to wait until I have a better PC, and then once I had my better PC, I tried it for a bit. Nice, great. Did you was that with uh, Builders Two on Twitch? Yeah, with, with Builders Two, I did a few streams, also kind of more on the desktop side on the PC. Where I showed some models, and yeah, you uh, you guys maybe know about the debug version of Dragon Quest Builders 2 on PC, and oh, uh, no. there, I, yeah, I, there I showed a few tricks what uh, the developers implemented into the game and showed everything off. Oh, cool! Yeah, I don't know if I've seen that video. Yeah, there are quite a few hidden things. You can uh, alter the way it renders, the render distance, and stuff like that. Well, that's specifically with the uh, the PC version, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I've seen quite a few things that people have been doing to kind of like pull out 3D models from from games, particularly Dragon Quest uh, Eleven. Um, but I've seen some things. Uh, as well with builders to just pull out like the character so you can get a 3d modeling of it uh, some people then like 3d print characters into small figurines um which is pretty pretty amazing too i wish i had the tech to do that but <laughs> yeah. i have a few of them I wish i did too <laughs> yeah yeah Platy, you had access to that through your school yeah, um, I want to say like two and a half years ago, uh, I was teaching in the room right next to the IT department, and the four guys there were like so excited that they got all these 3D printers in, and since I just kind of hung out in their hallway all the time between classes, um, they were like, hey, do you need anything printed? And I remember it was right around then that Wudis, who runs this website that we're on, Ben, he had played through Dragon Quest Eleven when it came out in Japan. He imported it, and he like had it hooked up to his PC with Google Translate live on his TV so he could kind of get an idea of what it was saying, kind of, um, you know, stumble his way through the main story of the game. And at the time, too, he, like, started pulling assets from it, and he got some, yeah, 3D renderings. And so, yeah, I've got, like, a Golem from there. I do have the Platinum Jewel Slime. And I think there's oh. one or two others that, yeah, he pulled the, like, the, the file right off the ps4 version and 
I had them print out. So yeah, there's a bunch in my classroom that I got. Maybe about four or five. And they're still uh, you still got them the models? Oh yeah, yeah they're they're in my classroom. I haven't did, seen did them in two months. Paint them? I did not. No, I mean yeah, I did. Me, me neither. <laughs> yeah, I've got a lovely you know bright orange golem. <laughs> I think I've got like a neon orange, what is it, dragon slime with the wings and uh, a regular slime that are both really neon orange. I definitely think the IT guys were like, well, this is a thread and a color we're not going to use for anybody else. Hey, Matt wants something. Let's, nice. He wants to test this out. We'll give him the junkiest uh, colors there are. Sweet. <laughs> well, if you print as she slime, uh, the orange color is perfect. Yeah, see, I didn't even think of that. Like, yeah, hold up the slime. And I always tell people, like, oh, this is a slime. I should introduce it as a she slime. Yeah. So, Easy money. <laughs> have, you, uh, have you tried any other Dragon Quest games? Uh, well, I've tried Dragon Quest XI, but honestly, I must say I wasn't too fond of it. I mean, I really like the art style mm -hmm. and the way they did that game, but um, you notice a few hiccups when you play that game. So when you go into houses and stuff, everything keeps repeating itself. So you know they just used reused every asset in the game for everything. And also the story was kind of, um, yeah, I don't know what's the word. Um, the story was very slow in the beginning, mm -hmm. and that's where I kind of jumped off then. So I was at the point where you've got the little girl, and you went through a portal. Uh, okay. Went, Veronica. Went and yeah, then you were in a different location, and mm -hmm. that's where I stopped. Gotcha. All right, so like right before Hato. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, no. Actually, if you picked up Veronica, I think you've been to Hato already. And then right after Hato. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's not it's not for everyone. People, a lot of uh, a lot of folks look at Eleven, and, and uh, I've, I've just seen like best RPG of the decade and all, the, and all this stuff, but I've also seen some criticisms of it as well. Um, so it's, it's not for everybody, but... Uh, yeah, I was I, I was a big fan of that one for its characterization, um, and uh, um, and just like the amount of story that they kind of amount of interesting story that I think they they plug in um, because it does get better as it goes along, um, oh. and like particularly the, there's three different acts and the first one ends really dark and then. Um, and then you have to kind of like the second one ends dark as well. And then you have to kind of like, if you want to keep playing, you, uh, you can fix problems that, uh, that kind of cropped up in the, in the beginning, which is pretty cool. So like the, in this case, there's a lot of reward for what's the bonus content at the end, which would be like all of act three. So, so you can totally recommend that game to keep playing. Yeah, I think if you if you stick with it, there's a lot of other characters that I don't think you've gotten to yet that that make it um, pretty interesting. And and the way it feels, it does start off a little slow, but it, the way it feels to me, it's it's kind of like a really good hybrid between like Dragon Quest and Dungeons and Dragons with like all these different twists and turns, like plot twists and, and things that uh, that kind of crop up. Yeah, I think the term a lot okay. is it's a it's a slow burn. You definitely you know twenty hours in. You start feeling it a little bit more than two or three or four, but okay. Yeah. And seven is like that too. Dragon Quest Seven, if you like. Oh yeah. There, there's so much. 
there's so much puzzles and stuff in the beginning of that one that it takes like close to two hours to get to the first battle. So like you don't even see the first slide. <laughs> you don't even yeah, find in the game until you've like solved a bunch of puzzles in the beginning for like two hours. Yeah, okay, so maybe I'll give it another go. <laughs> a good one to stream too. Um, yeah, yeah, but I think. Um... Those slower games like uh, turn-based combat uh, RPGs. Yeah, I don't know if people would like to watch that because yeah, it's very maybe, maybe more for the plot and less for the grinding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know, you, you should uh, take out all the battles and then maybe you can put them on. Uh, right, as a video. Or, or just do minimal <laughs> battles. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say it's more of a uh, YouTube video that you edit down. Than a live yeah. Twitch stream, right? Right. Or you escape every battle. Live grinding for like three hours. <laughs> yeah, you, escape every, you escape every battle during the stream, and yeah. then people will be fine. Well, then you'll always get that one guy who's like, "Hey, I, I signed in just to see the grinding." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there will always be that one. Not guy. enough grinding. Mm. <laughs> well, speaking of streaming, what have you been streaming lately? I know it's been a year since Dragon Quest Builders 2 came out, so are you still doing that, or are you moved on to a couple other games? Um, yeah, I still got Dragon Quest Builders 2 in the back of my head, so mm -hmm. I still um, I still have a few things I want to do with the Link to the Past build in there. So like the, the connection between the Hyrule Castle and the Cathedral, I wanted mm -hmm. to finish that. Uh, and I already finished the inside of the Hyrule Castle, and I, think I, and I think I already uploaded it, so people can take a look at it from the inside. Cool. Oh, excellent. Yeah, we're, we're going to definitely talk about that build. I think that by far that's your uh, most popular build there on YouTube. And yeah, yeah, it, blew, it blew up. <laughs> in terms of size too it's your biggest build right yeah also <laughs> yeah yeah it's too well good rightfully so it, it, uh, i think it, interestingly yeah i was gonna say it, it would be a little bit disappointing if you spent you know that those 150 plus hours on that and you know some little house that you spent you know two hours on suddenly got all the views compared to that so <laughs> now, yeah, it, sometimes it happens yeah, sometimes uh, yeah. it happens <laughs> I haven't explored much of the multiplayer in this. Is it possible for us to like hop into your link to the past map and like and and just um, like hang out or like fight monsters in it? I don't think in multiplayer, unfortunately. They only made it like you can uh, join an island single okay. player. Uh, but that's a limited amount of space, right? Yeah. If if it were your own island, your own buildatopia, then mm -hmm. you could take a friend with you. So I could take uh, three people with me. So if you join me, I could take you with me, and we can go there. Oh, cool! All so right. it's an offer. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I ever figure out the multiplayer and have uh, have time to do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel, I feel yeah, the, that's the, like a Willy Wonka. Thing. Come, come to my factory. Come see. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah well, as long as I'm not the, uh, as long as I'm not the kid that gets stuck in the tube. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the interesting part about the Hyrule build is uh, this is my third time building it, which um, not many people know. I've built it the first time in Dragon Quest Builders One, but there mm -hmm. uh, wasn't enough space to build the whole uh, island of Hyrule, and it also wasn't high enough. So you only had like a height of 30 blocks, and oh, right, uh, right. The, the Hyrule map itself is like 100 blocks in height. 
Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah, and then I restarted it in uh, Dragon Quest Builders 2 in the Japanese version. Um, but at one point I stopped because I don't know what, why I stopped. Uh, let me think. I think there were some other projects I had to attend to and then it just kind of uh, was at the side. And then when Dragon Quest Bliss 2 in the West released, I copied over every part of the map from the Japanese build and put it on an island in Dragon Quest Builders 2, the English version. So I could also um, give, this a, give the signs text on it in English, not in Japanese. Mm -hmm. How did you copy it over? Like like you, you... Uh, with, the, with the builder pencil. You have this builder pencil and there you can copy over some little chunks of it from one game to the other yeah but you have to collect all the materials and uh, okay oh interesting hmm. so I, I could visit my uh, own japanese island with a code i had so mm -hmm. i just typed it in the english version uh, visited it and then i took four blueprints out of that map put it over to the other map and let my villagers build everything oh <laughs> <So>. wow yeah <laughs> but it took a long time nice that's pretty cool. All right, we're going to talk about more of that in a couple minutes. Um, we'll talk a little bit about Dragon Quest Builders 1 and 2 in general, just for a couple minutes, get our opinions on the games. We won't go too in-depth. We never really do get dive too deep, and these aren't ones that really need deep dives into the plot because uh, both of them were they're what-if games. I mean, they're sandbox games. That's really the whole fun behind these games but they both ha did have some plot they were what if games based around the original dragon quest one and two uh the first game if you ever played it back in the nes days or since then it's been on super nintendo mobile it's every you can get it on your switch now the original dragon quest game um when you go to fight the dragon lord at the end he gives you a choice he's like hey do you just want to join me like i mean you've been battling all these guys to get up to me do you just want to join me and we'll rule the world and split it yeah, and you can actually like, pick... uh, darth vader join <laughs> yeah. me together we can rule the galaxy <laughs> but uh if you say yes there, it's obviously not the right choice. But if you say yes, you kind of get a you get a bad ending. It just don't don't don't. Well, they took <laughs> <laughs> they took that idea and they turned it into Dragon Quest Builders One. Dragon Quest Builders One is a world where the bad ending happened and everything got wiped off and people don't build. They just live in little huts and whatever they can find around the world. They literally they don't build and you're revived and you build the world back up and you take on the dragon lord eventually and there's that um dragon quest 2 kind of dragon quest builders 2 kind of went with the what like a long time after the events of dragon quest builders or dragon quest 2 geez these games names are so similar keep getting it mixed up but you know in dragon quest 2 you're always trying to defeat hargon this evil wizard and then when you do defeat him out of nowhere kind of malroth the master of evil and destruction shows up and you battle him too and boom you beat dragon quest 2 well for builders 2 they went with that again and it has been years since the events that that took place and there's this um society the oh gosh i can't remember what are they like the friends of hargon or hargon's minions or something are starting to i can't remember the term yeah it's like a cult of hargon basically i yeah. can't remember it either yes yeah, and 
Yeah, that's the main antagonist throughout the whole game. Um, the monsters are doing this to help out Hargon. And right away, you find this little human guy named Malroth on the beach. And you adventure together through the game building, and Malroth's mainly there to fight. And again, it comes to a pretty cool conclusion that kind of mirrors a little bit what goes on in the original Dragon Quest II. So, I mean, the plots are pretty cool. The plots are there. It's not just a sandbox game, but obviously the building is what these games were uh, intended for. You know, they're, yeah. they're not visual novels by any stretch of the sense. You, you get a little nostalgia through the story, but mainly you're there to build. So uh, we'll start with just Dragon Quest Heroes 1, talk about that for a couple minutes, and the other one, then we'll get into some uh, comparisons and then talk more about Ben's builds. But uh, Ben, what was your first impression of Heroes 1? I know you said that a little bit, and you played it on PS4, right? Uh, he- Heroes 1 or Builders 1? Oh, sorry, Builders 1. I wrote Heroes in here, even in the no. show notes. Builders! <laughs> <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. In my yeah, head, I do. <laughs> Um, yeah, Builders 1. Um, the story, yeah, the story parts of Dragon Quest Builders 1 and 2, let's only talk about one now. Um, they're okay. So it's mm-hmm. not uh, the best story you'll ever find in a game. But <laughs> the way they set it up with all the building in between, it will really keep you hooked and you will have fun along the way. So I can totally recommend it. Yeah. And there's a lot of. Uh... There's a lot of nostalgia going on as well in terms of like the plot and all the references are to older games. The music uh, are um, orchestral versions of all the old uh, 8-bit Dragon Dragon Warrior, Dragon Quest uh, um, games. You can find the music in in Builders One. Um, Unfortunately, I don't. I don't. I, don't, uh, I yeah, haven't played yeah. Dragon One. I, I understand <laughs> that's something you may not have picked up on, but I, I wanted to uh, point that out. That in, in addition to uh, what players take from the plot, there is also those kind of Easter eggs kind of hidden throughout the game. Mm-hmm. And Liam, what did you play? Because you beat Dragon Quest Builders one, right, Liam? Yes. Yeah. That was it. Was a fun final battle, actually. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I played it on PS4. What, Ben? What what platform did you play it on? Yeah, also on play. Uh, I also played it on PS4. How, how about well, you, Claudia? And. Well, when it first came out, I got it on PS4, obviously, had it pre-ordered, had it. And I'll be honest, I played it probably six hours in three, like, two-hour stretches. And then it just, I don't know what else came out around that time or what it was. It's hard for me to get on my PS4 more. Liam, you've got one kid. you got a second one on the way. Yeah. By the time this came month. out, I had to. <laughs> and it was hard to like sit in front of a PlayStation 4. And my PS4 is in the bedroom. So if I want to play at night after they go to bed, like it's on the TV in there. And my wife's like, hey, I'm trying to do this or go to sleep or whatever. So it's a little challenging to play something on the PS4. And honestly, it just got set aside for a couple years. And it wasn't until last summer that... Um, I was like, oh my gosh, the second one's coming out. I can't be a Dragon Quest fan and not have completed the first one. <laughs> so <laughs> what's funny is, um, I guess maybe a half year after it came out, um, Samantha, she's on uh, Michi. On She works now for Square Enix. Well, she had some game codes to give away on Twitter. 
And she said, hey, you know, write a story about why you love Dragon Quest and I'll hand out free game codes. Well, I was like, well, I don't need a game code. I already have Dragon Quest builders, but what the heck? Um, and I wrote a little bit about how, and I've talked about this in the podcast before, my grandmother bought me the Nintendo Power subscription and in 1990, 89, whatever, it came with the free Dragon Quest game. And so, like, I always joke that my grandmother got me into role-playing games and Dragon Quest specifically. And, I mean, you know, 144 characters or less that was on Twitter back then, three years ago, like, I kind of conveyed that. And she messaged me a couple of days later. She's like, congratulations. You know, yours was one of the cool stories. Do you want a code for PS4 or Vita? And I was like, uh, I'll take one for Vita, which I didn't even have at the time. But I went out and <laughs> picked up a cheap one. And then last summer, we went away on vacation um, to my parents' place up in the mountains. And they ended up not being able to join us for like a week and a half. So I ended up plowing through the entire Dragon Quest Builders in about 10 days, playing like four hours a night on my Vita. And... <laughs> Had a blast. I, I think I completed it about two weeks before Builders 2 came out and then sunk, you know, another 75 hours, 80 hours into Builders 2 on the Switch later. So it, it worked well on the Vita. I liked it on the Vita. <laughs> so the vacation was interesting, it seems. The vacation, yeah. <laughs> we, went, we went hiking all day and, you know, I'd come home and take a little nap and my wife and I would watch a movie with the kids and the second they went to bed, I'd be like, yeah, Vita time for four hours till 2 a.m. <laughs> I just imagine you like hiking, but you're like looking down, playing the Vita as you're walking through. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Um, even though I just played it last year, it was, it, it, it clicked. I don't know, it didn't click on the PS4, mainly because by that time I couldn't get to the PS4 as much. But I did enjoy it. Yeah, and I love the music in it as well. Uh, I mean, I was listening to I listened to a lot of the orchestral soundtracks, and when I hear that now, it reminds me. You know, it, it reminds me of Heroes. It reminds me of Builders because they're, we're at the point now where the games are starting to actually use orchestral music. Um, I know we didn't get that for Eleven until the Switch version, but um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty amazing how far the games have advanced. Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, I have a question for you guys. What do you think, if you played through Dragon Quest Builders 2 and then didn't play Dragon Quest Builders 1, do you think you would enjoy Dragon Quest Builders 1 as much? I would say definitely not. Yeah. I, I, don't, I think there were way too many improvements. Well, shouldn't yeah, be right, too many improvements, but there were too many improvements to go backwards and have that same level of enjoyment. Yeah. I mean, even just building materials alone. Yeah, exactly. Like, well, let's hope they'll make as many improvements for Dragon Quest Builders 3 uh, if it comes out at some point. Yeah. Yeah, we've actually long speculated what that could possibly be like. I mean, they'd have to. They'd, the first two games uh, were sequential, and then the third game um, in the series was a prequel. Um, mm. Sorry for sorry for spoiling that for anyone who hasn't played it, but um, right? Yeah, sorry. Spoiler alert. Un unhear that. But uh, um, so so they would have to probably do something like something that retrofits it back to Dragon Quest Three if they're doing that alignment. Um, so I don't know how that would work, but it would be interesting. I mean, they could do something like uh, 500 years ago, there was Erdrick, and now you're in the in the present. Yeah. Well, did we get a do we do we get an answer 
from Square Enix or not if this was actually the same timeline between oh, one and two. <laughs> I don't know that think, it is. I think the game explained it. I think uh, the way the game explained it uh, is the Harry Hermit, although it's a bit spoilery, so listen, don't listen right now. <laughs> the Harry Hermit is uh, the builder of Dragon Quest Builders 1. Oh, that's right. Okay. That's that right. does ring a bell. Yeah, okay. It kind of explained it in the end. Hmm. Because so basically, the... Dragon Quest Builders 2 is a continuation of Dragon Quest Builders 1, which is an alternate timeline from the original games. Right. Yes. But then how <laughs> how do we get how do we then get back to the prequel of Dragon Quest Builders th- uh, 3 or Oh, it... I'm sure they could come up with some <laughs> plot device. <laughs> they definitely going will. back in time. I mean, I was going to say, the first Dragon Quest Builders game, the world got completely destroyed. So uh, you you can set that 500 years before and do whatever. You can have flying cars and whatever. Yeah, a wizard. Oh, why wasn't that in Builders 1? Oh, I got destroyed. Wait a minute. If you could have the the Bashmobile, where's the Bashmobile in Dragon Quest? In Dragon Quest 1. You got the Buck Buggy in Dragon Quest Builders 2. So it was actually... It was actually to the advantage of, uh, to have the world destroyed so we could get more advancements in science like the Bashmobile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was no such things in the original games. Right. And there's an even more souped up version. Like you get like a full on car. I saw that parked at your Simpsons house. <laughs> yes. Which we'll talk about later. <laughs> um, I really do hope they'll make a Dragon Quest Builder 3 because right now they are working on different game. We don't know what it is right now, but let's hope maybe it's another Builders game, but not with the Dragon Quest IP. Right. I don't know. Hmm. So, so uh, DQ2 was pretty much, it was easier to build in. We had more options and everything. Um, how long does it take you typically from start to finish to, to build a project? Um, to be honest, the, the most time-consuming process is thinking of the build. Before I start a build, I already make a plan in my head. Or maybe mm. I'll take a sheet of paper and draw a bit. Oh, wow. Yeah, and uh, once I have finished that, I will start building. So uh, let's say I'm lying in my bed at night and I'm thinking, wait, how can I do that and that? Mm-hmm. And then once I start building, it often only takes like it depends on the build of course so let's say a, a house like the the log cabin i've made it took me around one hour mm-hmm. but the thought process behind it is like uh, four to five or six hours oh wow wow, wow. That, that, that's impressive <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i usually just place a block and just look at it and be like yeah that's fine yeah, yeah sometimes i also do that <laughs> to do that seems like pretty good. If not, friends. I'll just smack it with a hammer. And... <laughs> yeah, if I want to do something impressive, I always try to think about it beforehand. Yeah, that's cool. Now you did something that I did as well, and you you built your childhood house. Yes, uh, some uh, somehow uh, I had a big house when I was a child, and. I've built something which kind of resembles it, but is also an improvement of it. Okay. Like with the bat cave where you <laughs> park your car. Right. <laughs> Just right. like that. Yeah, I actually ended up doing that in Builders 1 in the very first uh, map, um, which is, I think, can- yeah, Cantlin. 
um, I, uh, I I was procrastinating on defeating the golem and 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 going to the next chapter because I knew I was gonna I'd read that I was gonna lose all my materials and everything. So I just built a giant uh, dirt version of my house uh, that I was actually in at the time I was building it. <laughs> so <laughs> so it was easy to just like uh, you know walk walk down the hall to see uh, this is what this room looks like and then so I can build it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah i i would seen a couple of people actually after uh a couple of years for the game being out I, I saw a couple of people building their own versions of the houses i think it's definitely definitely a nostalgia thing because most likely you're not going to live in your childhood home forever at some point um and oh, yeah. it's kind of cool to have uh, that in-game model of it so you can kind of go back and hang out there in the game yes uh, that's you, you guys are saying this, and it's pretty funny because just last weekend, um, I was driving around my old hometown, and I took the kids past my childhood home, and I grew up next door to my great grandfather, and seeing how those two houses look right now, like it was almost unrecognizable, like from the street. I was like, wow, I I don't recognize the yards. I don't recognize somebody had built onto my great grandfather's house, I guess. And looking at how small everything looked, too, I'm like, man, I feel like I used to play football in those front yards with my friends. And I don't even know if I could put my car there now. <laughs> yeah, I've also seen my uh, old childhood house, uh, I think, a few weeks ago. And they added so much stuff, like uh, wooden panels everywhere and some more windows in the roof. But it, it's kind of nice. Uh, I would have mm -hmm. also liked it at that point. <laughs> Uh, our our house, because I grew up on uh, the beach, like literally my backyard was water. It wasn't the beach. It was kind of we the water was kind of an internet in a canal kind of not the actual beach, but we could walk to the beach in three minutes. So um, that house is now a vacation rental. Mm. And I really I want to like look it up and be like, man, how how much would it be to rent this house for the weekend? <laughs> <laughs> go, go stay in my childhood house for the weekend. That's <laughs> uh, a little no, weird. Okay. You have to pay to stay in your own own home. Yeah, <laughs> it would be especially weird if they didn't Airbnb it. You just showed up. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I can get a That's discount fine. nowadays. I mean, nobody's traveling with the uh, the coronavirus and it, whatever. Maybe I can swing a little discount. Yeah, people are also also welcoming to uh, complete strangers during coronavirus. <laughs> well, he's not a stranger. He he owned that. House. I'm not a stranger. Yeah. That's right. There you go. I was there for 17 years. The, the house knows them... me. It's okay. It's yeah. good. The house yeah, knows me. You're the ghost of that that comes with the house. But they, I, I'm sure they will ask for proof. Do you have proof that you <laughs> lived there? <laughs> yeah, man, that was before digital photography. It might be hard to find all those photos somewhere. <laughs> and then. That house looks nothing like it does now. They'll be like, that's nah, not this house. Yeah. <laughs> I do wish, though, like several times of playing these games, I've wished, like, oh, man, I wish I could just build like this, you know? Just take materials out of a bag and just put them down yeah. wherever. Put blocks in the sky. You can just, you can tilt the camera up or you can, like, build up in the sky and just, like, place blocks defying the laws of physics and awesome. just put blocks in the air. <laughs> I, I I loved building platforms too because the monsters attacking your town will uh, spawn on top of the platform if you build it above the town. I did that in chapter two. Um, you just build a giant platform and then 
build a, a ladder or you can look down and jump and stack and when you do that you just kind of build up 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 until you get to the point where you can't build any higher and you can jump up to your platform and there's like a bunch of uh walking corpses and and uh and uh, mummies trying to attack your town but they can't attack it because they're on a giant platform and just kill them and collect all the materials or the first game you i i built that uh, a moat, and I think Platy, you you may have done this too. You build a, a moat around uh, in that first chapter uh, around your mm -hmm. town, and just put spikes on it. So when the monsters come to attack your town, the AI they just like fall into into the pit and walk around on the spikes when they die. And then you hear you hear them the death throws or whatever the little noise when the monster <laughs> dies, and yeah, you just I, kind I, of run I, around, I, run around and collect all the materials. Oh, I tell you, the one I remember the most was from Dragon Quest Builders 1. I did that in the desert town, so chapter 3, I think it is. That one was so much more battle-focused. Oh, yeah, the one with the cannons? Yes. Oh, yes, yeah. that's and what I would Batmobile. do. I, yep, yep, I would basically, I had holes all around my town where I just kept cannoning, <laughs> and yep. all the enemies would keep falling into there, and I would just keep shooting that cannon. <laughs> Me too. Oh, that's right. I remember all the holes in the map that the cannons would create too. Oh yes. <laughs> I, I know you had problem uh, problems finding medicinal shrubs or something. So oh, most yes. people stop playing the game at chapter three. It's too hard. I can't. Oh find... yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard to find food in the beginning of chapter three. Mm -hmm. Although mm -hmm. I really liked it. It's like uh, yeah. and four. Like as there's well. one. Like there's one island in Zelda Breath of the Wild where you start from scratch again and. You need to find everything, so you need to build up your character again. So I, I, I like that, that they do that in those games. Yeah, and I always like that too in like the Metroid games, you know, where yeah. you start off, it's a, it's a sequel, like Super Metroid or Metroid Prime. You start off with all your equipment, and then something happens, and you have to you lose all your equipment, you have to get it again. Mm -hmm. I yeah, I have said that uh, that's one of my favorite parts of Dragon Quest games are like the first couple hours. I mean, it's awesome later to have 75 abilities and four party members and be switching people in and out. But yeah, the very simple beginnings of games when, you know, every single medicinal herb, you got to think about it before you use it. Yeah, right. You don't right. Have, yeah, you got to be like, oh, man, is this a situation I should actually use one or should <laughs> I just go run home and go to sleep for a bit? <laughs> Yeah, like in Resident Evil something. <laughs> what, what? Sorry, what was that? Like in Resident Evil. Resident Evil. Oh yeah, those are those are tough games. I've tried several yeah. times to get into them, but frustration builds when they when they spawn. Uh, <laughs> uh, maybe maybe you should try with Resident Evil Two. Yeah, oh, maybe, maybe. I've tried maybe the first one and the fourth one. But the fourth awesome. one, the fourth one was was really cool in the beginning, but then you get to that town and like the third board or whatever, and you you uh, step on it, you know, you you tread lightly, and then the, the, if if you're seen, they swarm. It's good. No, I, I definitely I had that for GameCube. I want to try that again, um, but I've played through it a couple of times, and or I've I've tried to play uh, past that part and. Yeah, I'm not. I, I'm not the one to take take with you in the in the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> the one making all the noise and drawing the horde. <laughs> Be patient for a bit. Uh, they're working on Resident Evil Four right now, the remake. Oh, nice. Yeah, maybe I'll give that a shot. Is it coming from PS4? Uh, maybe also for PS5. We'll see. Oh, okay. Oh, I can die on the new gen console. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. <laughs>
So uh, getting back to the materials, do you have a, an actual uh, favorite material to build? Uh, a favorite material to build? Uh, I really like those uh, wooden hard blocks. Are they called hard blocks? The wooden ones. Mm, I don't know the exact name. Wait, let's think a bit. I think they're called wooden hard blocks. Okay. Yeah, they're the ones you get from um, building like the tree wood, basically. Yeah, I, I think so. Uh, wait, let me let me open my, up my browser. I want to know the exact name of this block. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it in Dragon Quest Builders 2, I really liked the light cubes. The cubes oh, yeah. that were lights. Those were fun. To, and, of course, you could make them all the different colors. But... I like that you could make a sauna. You, know, you could play more with water in this one. You had water blocks and things like that. Mm-hmm. You couldn't. I think you just drowned in the first one. Or you could accidentally, in the first one, you could accidentally... Flood um, things. Yeah, you could, have, you could flood your entire town if you were doing something like building... Um, building an onsen or a, a sauna, and you got too deep or too close to uh, to the water um, outside the town, it would just flood the entire thing, and then you're just you're basically screwed. You'd have to put blocks over the water, and it's always there <laughs> so, underneath. Oh, I got it! I got it. Uh, hardwood tile. So I. Oh, cool. <laughs> Those are my favorite ones. What are yours? Um, I liked anything that was too hard for the monsters to break through. Um, ah, that's why you like them. Yeah, to to fortify. Uh, of course, I love the spikes, and I love like the just the little trap things you could do, like um, the 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 fire breathing statues. And then you oh, had yes. you had this one build that was like spikes and the fire breathing statues to like you put it right in front of you, the door of your castle. So when the monsters try to come in, they just get spiked and roasted simultaneously. <laughs> yeah, that's why I loved uh, Dragon Quest Builders One Terra Gladiatoria so much. So yeah, could experiment a bit with it. Yeah, uh, but unfortunately, they didn't include it in Dragon Quest Builders Two. Oh, they don't have those fire breathing statues in Two. Uh, well, they have them, but uh, you don't have uh, any use for them, unfortunately. Ah. So, but uh, they had something planned, which is called uh, the Battle Atoll, and I also made a video about that and showed it off a bit. So it's like cut content. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, I also like those statues for for when you had to take down a dragon, you know, because you're 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 told at the very beginning of the, these games that hey, you're not a hero, and you can sort of you, you're just a builder, you're not you're not a fighter, um, so you can sort of tell that by how weak your character is, particularly because like you know, I spend half the time in two just letting Malroth do the fighting for me because yeah, and just trying to avoid you know um, enemy attacks and things because uh, anything my builder us to attack is is relatively weak um it is kind of interesting they split the weapons versus the building tools in this one so the building tools don't do much attack damage now but you have a secondary weapon um and only only more. for the stone enemies the stone yeah. enemies get some more damage nice um but, so yeah. have we come to the time we're gonna have a uh, ben judge our builds yeah i think uh i think we have to uh we have to do this this con this contest. So, if you're listening on a podcast later on, um, we will have these tweeted out from our uh, Dragon Quest slime time, and uh, maybe you can vote on who did better, Liam or I. 
<laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll we'll tweet these out, but we'll also uh, we'll put them in the YouTube version as well, so you can see the visuals on that. I was gonna say yes. If you're listening on YouTube, Mr. Wudis has a. Uh, you're probably already looking at them. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and if uh, if this is Anchor FM or uh, iTunes, Spotify, we'll we'll try to include it somehow in the uh, show notes. Um, okay, so don't worry; these, like, uh, these awkward pauses like will be deleted later. Yeah. Okay, Vladdy, <laughs> do you want to? We're I'm I'm in the uh, Skype chat. If you want to um, paste yeah, yours, put, I'll get mine. Put yours. Fun. I got mine. I got mine loaded up on the phone, ready to just hit send. Oh, all right, hold You're on, hold on. All right, so we're doing them one, two, three. Okay. So wait, where where do I uh, see them? So if you look at the, the Skype button. chat, if you look at the Skype chat, do you have access to the In, chat right now? Uh, no, I'm only on the screen right now where we are talking. If I push the back button, will I Ooh, get that? May not out be good. Um, uh, you know what? We could just send it to him through the Facebook message. Oh yeah, let's use. do it the Facebook. Yeah, we, that's um, Yeah, I actually sent a couple of photos that I wanted to talk about uh, later on. Some uh, Luida's bar uh, photos for a Dragon Quest Builders event um, in uh -huh. there, but I'll I'll, uh, I'll talk about that later. All right, so I'm in here. Plata, you want to go right. first? Boom. So I'm not looking yet. <laughs> All right. Wait. Okay, go ahead and look. <laughs> okay, let's look. Wait, I'll be the judge of your builds. So like I said, try to, try to be try to be kind to Platy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like uh, the pillars in the corners. In the oh yeah, that's what sets it apart from Liam's piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> and it even got a bed and some light source. <laughs> so I went fancy with the sconce. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and the second one. Well, the second one is a bit smaller. I must yeah, say. Yeah, I call it. I call it uh, uh, Dragon Quest minimalist. <laughs> <laughs> this would be the perfect uh, Lulutopia for Lulu. Oh, stinking Lulu! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm building this last night, and you see this the giant slug in the background, and they're spitting at me from from like a thirty feet away. <laughs> While I'm trying to build it, and then I was like, "Oh, let me test the bed out." And so my builder's sleeping, and they're still getting spit thrown at me while I'm sleeping, and the spit's going through the walls. Yeah, so they got good accuracy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow their spit is 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 hitting me through the walls and waking my character up. So I, I, I should probably uh, I should probably double the thickness of the walls next time. No sleep for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, that's that's another cool thing because in Builders One you had the uh, the ghosts that would follow you around at night and they were super annoying because they they took a lot of damage to defeat them and they are just uh, they're stalking you basically whenever it's nighttime they just come up and try to attack you and they're, yeah. they're super annoying so I would build little forts here and there and uh, and just just to sleep in to turn the day to, to turn the night into day so that they wouldn't be around anymore. <laughs> well, but in this one it's like enemies can still attack you while you're sleeping and yeah. I thought that was pretty cool I thought that was a pretty cool addition although uh, light sources help especially against ghosts and stuff like that so they will uh, run in fear when they go in a light source oh cool, in, uh, in 2 right? I don't remember that for yeah. one yeah, yeah. Awesome. That, that helps mm -hmm. what's funny is Ben, we've mentioned this on the podcast a few times and Liam alluded to it earlier. Um, I want to say at least on like the first 10 or 15 episodes of our podcast, we never have talked Dragon Quest Builders for more than or two before. But Liam somehow always manages to work in what he's seen recently 
on the Dragon Quest Builders Facebook group. <laughs> we'll be talking about something completely random, and then he's like, oh, man, did you see what the Builders, who posted yeah. the Builders group and this and this? <laughs> so we've always talked about <laughs> We've always talked about it, and we've always said, you know, both of us, the best we can do are dirt castles. So uh, that's, that's, why yeah. I made my, that's why I had the four turrets. There are quite a few amazing designers uh-huh. on that on that on that build uh, builders group, and and here we are making our crappy dirt castles. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, the the most important thing is you have to have patience and time. If oh, you yeah. have those oh, two sure. things, then your builds will always look amazing. Yeah, I have patience, but no time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I've got more time, but no patience. <laughs> <laughs> Only we could combine our our our, our skills. Well, you know, you that could patience, be dangerous. Give me some time. I was going to say, we could, or we might just end up with no patience and no time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Ben, what's the verdict on this one? Who's whose castle are you running to? And if the monster hordes attack? Yeah, like like I said, the one with the towers. Yeah. Uh, oh. It has. Yeah, it has a bed. It has a light source. Uh, I got a, I got a bed in mind. You just can't see it because the door is covering it. <laughs> yeah, but but it will be the perfect build for Lulu. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> oh, all right. So we we want to get back to talking about all the cool things that you built. So um, of course, your biggest one was a link to the past, which you said now you've kind of done in parts at least three times. Mm-hmm. So. What about the total time do you think you've put into that? And I know I'll let you say it, but like, how many bricks do you think you've had to lay or have people lay down for you in the game to do that? Uh, well, all three together combined? Sure. Well, okay. Sure so all three. Whatever. I think, yeah, okay. Um, I think all three together combined are around 300 to 400 hours of work. Yeah. (laughs) And all the bricks I've used would be around, I don't know, I've calculated the bricks I used in one of my builds, uh, the Link to the Past one, the finished one. I made a little teaser video about it. There is the number, and I forgot it. I think it was 300,000. That's what I saw. Yeah, I was watching that video yesterday. Yeah, okay. So uh, all combined will be around, mm, let's say, 750,000 blocks. Wow. Oh. Yeah. But at least in Dragon Quest Builders 2, there's the whole make-your-own-blueprint thing, and you you didn't have to hand do every single one of those right yeah, yeah. not not uh, in the last build i did but uh, i only finished uh, the link to the past map half in uh, the japanese version mm-hmm. and then i had to complete the other half then in the western version of dragon quest builders 2 by hand wow. and also i had to collect all the materials so mm-hmm. the villagers would build it for me so now that's that's separate blueprints for each section is that how you worked on that um yeah it's like uh the blueprints i used are like 32 by 60 blocks Mm. and like one area of a link to the past uh the bigger ones like the desert those are like 64 by 64 and then i often had to use uh and then i often had to use uh depending on the height of the build uh often like three blueprints for one of those areas 
So I think uh, I've, okay. I've used about 20 to 25 blueprints for the Link to the Past map to take it over from the Japanese version. Nice. Yeah, that's... it was. It was so I'm assuming, I'm assuming that's by far your longest build? Yes, yes, definitely. <laughs> but it was also fun. Uh, it was a lot of work, but also fun. Otherwise, I wouldn't do it. So what, what are the one, what what are maybe like your top five that you remember that having the most fun doing? Because you've got oh, a lot of awesome builds on there. Yeah, that's a tough one. Wait, I need to open up my gallery. <laughs> <laughs> you've done so much. Yeah, we we could cut that later. The pause now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so. Content, Rank Quest Builder, screenshots, let's see all the works. So let's start with Dragon Quest Builders 1. Sure. Um, so the one I'm most proud of would be uh, a giant house I did. It's like you're a mouse in a giant house. Oh, oh wow. I'm rhyming. <laughs> <laughs> this, uh, this one I was very proud of. How did you do and all the then... furniture? Yeah, all out of blocks. Oh, so okay. like cool. wood chair, like made out of one hundred blocks. blocks or something. Cool stuff like that. So, but now this this was the one. Uh, this was the one I was most proud of in uh, Dragon Quest Builders One, and also the Castle Town, of course. So, in Dragon Quest Builders Two, there was one build I did um, in the demo in the Japanese version. It was called the Palace, um, wait, uh, God's Palace. It's a kind of a reminiscence uh, to the, the one in the dragon, uh, in the Dragon Ball. So like the the gods floating. Uh, wait, let me let me recollect. Mm -hmm. So the one in the demo uh, was called God's Palace, and it mm -hmm. was like a floating island. And it was inspired by the Dragon Dragon Ball. I always want to say Dragon Quest, uh, but it's Dragon Ball. <laughs> this okay. one I really liked. This one with the, the, the pinkish sky. Then, let's see. Of course, uh, let's go to English version. I really like The Simpsons House. Oh, yeah, and, that was great. Yeah, it's really hard to do because all the rooms you see in the cartoon don't really fit into the house. Yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I saw... Totally off. <laughs> there's, they even referenced that in the show at one point. They're like, they had a rumpus room that, like, or there's a certain room off the kitchen that I think disappears depending on what episode you're watching. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I must say, uh, the, the Simpsons house was one of the most challenging ones mm. to just get everything in there. So then we have, of course, uh, the huge mansion build I did. This is my uh, second biggest build I did with the whole palace garden and everything. This I really like. And then, mm, yeah, I think that's about it. And of course, uh, the link to the past mm -hmm. map. So I, if I would take it into a top five, I would do uh, place number three would be God's Palace. Place number two would be the giant mansion. And place number one would be uh, the link to the past map. Nice. Those I'm most proud of. Oh, there it is. Yeah, the con. So d I see you. 
entered that in a contest? Is that one of the ones that they were doing like weekly? Uh, I think monthly. Monthly, were monthly? they? Yeah. Now, did you win any of those contests? Uh, some of them I won. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not with the giant mansion. I think I was too late. Uh, I entered it, I think, one week before it ended. And there was already one or two builds which were at the top. Uh, but I did manage to get on uh, spot number three, I believe. And then one time I all also won with the Link to the Past build. Mm. It was about schools, but I thought maybe a Skyloft Academy uh, above Hyrule. So people <laughs> agreed, <laughs> it seems like. <laughs> and then uh, the first build in the Western version of Dragon Quest Builders 2 in the demo, uh, I also won. It was a little uh, wooden house I did with all the materials on the island. That's so cool. A few. Nice. Now, the link to the past map, you actually got a couple of articles were written out about you um, yes. based on that. So Kotaku, Nintendo Soup, Game Rant. Um, did they reach out to you at all uh, for any information on it? Or were, were they just uh, authors who saw, um, saw your videos, basically? Um, honestly, I, I wrote with uh, Jason Schreier about it. And... I contacted him because I was like, hmm, wait, this is something. Maybe people want to see it. So I uh, wrote Jake Schreier an email, yes. <laughs> and he picked it up, said, oh, it looks awesome. Okay, we will do something about it. And then Kotaku put it up. And basically all the other news sites just copied the article from Kotaku. No one, <laughs> no one reached out to me other than Jason Schreier. Uh, <laughs> because there were also some misinformations on other websites. They just put some additional stuff in there and I'm like, well, wait, that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> and they made, they probably made money off the ad revenue. Yeah. I the bet. article too, which is kind of messed up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And all you got to do at the bottom is write source Kotaku, and there you go. Yeah, yeah. all copy from Kotaku. So that's uh, a professional tip right here. Yeah, yeah. Wants yeah. to get published, uh, give it to Kotaku. Now <laughs> you you were able to change the color of the of the builder's suit to green from blue. Yes. Is that an in-game feature, or is that something you had you had done? I don't remember if you could change the color or not. Uh, it depends. Um, you have the Builder's Cap, which you can unlock in Dragon Quest Builders 2 by playing through the first couple of minutes in Dragon Quest Builders 1. Mm -hmm. And when you have an armor on, which has a green color, the cap also automatically changes. Uh, the cap automatically changes changes its color also oh, okay. to this color, so awesome. to the green. Yeah, that was very, very good. So I even looked like Link a bit. Cool. At least from the back, not with the huge uh, goggles over my forehead. <laughs> so, uh, besides the um, uh, Link to the Past, what's been your most popular um, uh, build that, you, that you've seen in terms of, uh, I guess, views on, on YouTube, people talking about it? I think it's a two-story house I did in Dragon Quest Builders 1. This was like the third video I did on YouTube. So uh, after the castle town kind of blew up, I did a little tutorial video on how to build a simple house because people were asking in the comments, how did you do that? What blocks did you use? And so I made a little tutorial on a little house. 
which was very simple. Like I think in real time, it only took me about five or six minutes. And then people really liked that. And so I thought, let's make a different one with a second story. So I did this two-story house and this one even blew up more. So this is like the second most watched video about Dragon Quest on my on my channel. Mm -hmm. Nice. Your Animal Crossing stuff's going to start taking over. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one is already on spot number two. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I actually, I've been seeing that the Animal Crossing videos, and they, they actually, a lot of that reminds me of Builders. Yeah. It, In uh, terms of, like, the way that the the blocks are, or the, the land is um, is very blocky-like, almost like, uh, obviously, Minecraft-based, but also the way that Builders takes that and, and enhances some of the visuals. Yeah, the way the game works, it also has some kind of grid where you can put stuff down. Of course, you don't have blocks and can't build houses, but uh, you can decorate your houses to your heart's content, and mm. that's really awesome. So you you got a lot of more, uh, you got a lot more items than in Dragon Quest Builders 2. I think uh, five thousand in total, and in Dragon wow. Quest Builders, I think you had like eight hundred decorative items. Mm. So a lot cool. more yeah, you, you get a lot more options with a game that sends t sells 10 million copies than... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> when Nintendo can put their full weight behind that mm -hmm. and uh, pump out 10 million. I mean, I've even got uh, my brother and sister-in-law where my brother-in-law and sister-in-law my wife was over there picking up something the other day and she's like... They're, they're asking about getting a Nintendo Switch, and they, they really want to play uh, Animal Crossings while they're home, because they both work at Disney World and haven't been to work in about a month and a half now. And I'm like, yeah, they can't get a Nintendo Switch. They're, oh, they're all neither. sold out everywhere. Me yeah. neither. I, I finally got my wife into the idea of it, and we can't get one. Nah. Uh, yeah. It's, yep. yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, Animal Crossing's fault. <laughs> I think it's the, you know, it's the yeah. pandemic, everyone being at home. <laughs> yeah, also, but the combination of both. Oh, oh. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, having a having a major game like that drop right at that time too. Right, right. And you know that's that's one of those games like a Mario Kart or something. You know that you don't have to be a gamer to. Oh man, I have good memories of this, or I want to sit down and play that. Mm. Yeah, exactly, it's like The Sims or something. Yeah, I've heard already sold uh, since its release 15 or 16 million copies. Mm. Oh, I don't <sighs> doubt it. My 10 million was like a total underestimate thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I even remember the GameCube version. I had friends who were like, "Oh, we we have to be home at a certain time for this in-game event." You know, they're planning their life around Animal Crossing. <laughs> Specific kind of I know for, uh, what is it? I, I write for rpgamer.com, do game reviews for them, and they've got a couple different podcasts. But one that they do, they've got a weekly one that talks about gaming news, and they always start off with about an hour of what the round table of about five or six people are playing. And gosh, for the last four or five weeks, about half of that round table has been, what are you doing on your island? What are you doing on your island? So, I mean, it's almost been as much as the Persona 5 or the Final Fantasy 7 remake discussion, yeah. even with these uh, hardcore um, RPG fans that, you know, Animal Crossing is still like, well, I had to split my time between Final Fantasy 7 and Animal Crossing this week. Or, 
I binge played through uh, Final Fantasy VII when it came out, so I could get back to Animal Crossing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody's putting 100 hours into the Final Fantasy VII remake, but, you know, dropping multiple hundreds on uh, Animal Crossings. Yeah, the people are now all close to 400 to 600 hours in Animal Crossing. Wow. Uh, yeah, like all my friends on Discord, they're uh, at 500 to 600. Huh. The, only, the most I've ever plugged into one game is definitely Dragon Quest Nine for the multiplayer. Um, and with, we used to do these weekly meetups in New York City and uh, uh, at Nintendo New York. And um, I logged over a thousand hours based on that, just doing that for like 10 years. Or, you know, not 10 years, but like. Uh, however long the game the game came out ten years ago, so we haven't met in almost a year. So <laughs> it's uh, yeah, I guess eight or nine years of playing multiplayer. You log that that much. <laughs> so what's the time on your cart? Do you think? Um, it's definitely above twelve hundred. Oh although, my! <laughs> although I know that I was uh, expecting you to say like three, four hundred. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. Uh, uh, but RPG Wizard actually has like close to like two, two uh, probably over two thousand hours logged, and then some. Wow. He actually revocated wow. level ninety nine and revocated ten times for like every single um, uh, every single job class in that game. So, yep, we'll have to have him on. Right. <laughs> we'll have to have him on for the GP nine discussion. <laughs> Oh, so hey Ben, is there anything you tried to build that just didn't work out? Anything you've gone through and like, oh, I want to build this, and then just realized, no, this isn't working. Or is there anything that you've wanted to build but just haven't done yet? Yeah, there, there are two things. I've started uh, a church, a really huge church, at one point, um, and I think it's about uh, three quarters finished. But I, I've never got around to it well, because it was a bit too tedious for my taste because the church's uh, every segment repeats itself when you have to redo them uh, or copy them over and stuff like that. I was kind of getting tired of it. So I stopped at one point. But maybe maybe I'll pick it up at some point. I don't know yet. And well, I mean, then... all those European cathedrals, they took them like 80 years to build, right? So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm only following their, <laughs> their uh, way of thinking. Exactly. Um, and uh, there was one project I wanted to do uh, near uh, the end of last year. And this was also a huge house where you're like the size of, oh, let me, th- let me say, an ant. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, but uh, the problem is... Um, yeah, if you want to lay down one wall, one wall alone, which will be like uh, 200 blocks wide and 80 blocks high, it will take you roughly around two, one or two hours just to lay down a wall. And there was like, uh, nah, <laughs> sorry. It's <laughs> a bit too tedious for my taste. I mean, I like doing a very long building sessions and stuff, but not if it's always the same. If uh, if they would give you some kind of tool where you can just uh, define the starting point and the end point of a wall, and then it would mm-hmm. build the wall for you, then I would do it immediately. 
So maybe so something we like three. I was gonna say that's a, that's a good question. Um, then moving into that, is there anything else you'd like to see implemented in like a Dragon Quest Builders three from the free build point of view? Oh, what would you? I've made a full list. I think I got around <laughs> 100 points of things I would like to see. But yeah, the first one would be like the thing I just talked about, like easier building. So you can just define something and it will build it for you. And also putting down a blueprint builds the house immediately, not Mm-hmm. letting all the villagers build it for you yeah. and may- maybe also rotate stuff on the y-axis so you can uh, rotate it on its head and stuff like that square and Enix, maybe you also all this? if you're listening square enix are you getting all of this all these notes yeah <laughs> uh, please, please uh, make notes yeah <laughs> and also if it would be able to um to angle a house a bit like a 45 degree angle like if it were on a hill, or uh, like yeah, maybe like this, but uh, more like to the left or the right, like rotated by forty-five degree. Oh, okay. So it's not all like a block, like more mm-hmm. like a bit rotated. Okay. <laughs> um, Those are the most important ones. And okay. uh, oh wait, if Square Enix is listening, please <laughs> <laughs> remove. All the limits in the game. No villager limit, no block limit, no height limit, everything gone, please. <laughs> All right, you've just officially made this a uh, PlayStation 5 game now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why they're waiting. They're waiting for the next console. Uh, I know. Um, I was just messaging someone yesterday, like uh, something I was playing that was pretty uh battery draining on my switch and i'm like it's not quite dragon quest builders 2 level but uh it's close i could only play that game about like two and a half hours a night on my switch it would burn through the battery (laughs) especially when you visit some islands where they build so much stuff and your frame rate dips into two frames per second (laughs) yeah your street yeah especially yeah connected to the internet and all that too yeah that was uh and then Geez, I'd totally forgotten about it, Liam. I loaded it up last night on my Switch because we were going to do our little uh, funny build-off. And gosh, it was 60, 70 seconds between the time I clicked on it for it to actually just load the main menu. Oh, yeah. I noticed that too last night. It, it, it was. I thought it was just because I hadn't played in so long. And it also, there was a game update, I think, that I needed. Yeah, there was a game update for mine. But wow, yeah. I mean, even when I clicked it, I was like, okay, what's going on? Then I was like, oh, yeah, I always remember yeah. It's not a good sign when you forget what game you're playing because of the loading (laughs) screen. Yeah. (laughs) But, you know, the fact that that thing ran as well as it did on the Switch, I was, I I mean, I put in my 75, 80 hours. It was really good, I must Mm -hmm. say. It almost looked exactly like the PlayStation version. Mm -hmm. The PlayStation Mm -hmm. 4 version. Um, So a couple of of last-minute questions. Um, Can we talk about building the toilet? And everyone cheering and yelling solid. I know we've mentioned that a couple of times. Want to build a toilet? So there's a one mission in Dragon Quest Builders 2 where you have, you have to build a toilet. <laughs> and you have to build a room with a, a bathroom, basically, with a toilet in it. And then um, everyone just runs up. And like immediately one of the townsperson goes in and starts using it. And everybody in the village just like runs up and starts cheering. And one of them, they're yelling positive things. And one of them's like, solid. Uh, which takes on a new <laughs> meaning when you're talking about a toilet. Um, 
and and then they line up to use it, which is hilarious. Um, there's just this massive long line for that one toilet in the village, uh, which is probably what would happen in real life. Um, but were there any other funny moments you can remember from the game? I, I remember the moment I saw that they are using toilets in the game. I immediately started laughing out loud. That was awesome. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, I, I really liked Brittany, the way she talked. Like, oh yeah, fam. Oh, you're the best. You're great this year. You're lit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <that. laughs> that's fantastic. You just got a full-on impression. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the voice I did for her on my streams. Um, nice. uh, what other things? Um, there was a few things I really liked, especially like the thing going on with Malroth and Lulu. Like, oh yeah, that back and forth was great. They're in love, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I liked how Malroth yes. sucks at building. He can't. Yeah. He's tried, oh, every like, time like, he oh, tried to build, try it. it just like blows up. I did so... enjoy the the third chapter in Dragon Quest Builders One. When you're you've built the you you basically have to build a sauna. That's like one of the first things, and you got all those muscle men guys, like relaxing <laughs> in the sauna all day. And it, was it the one of them, or was they all kind of like they didn't want to fight? They're like, oh yeah, yeah, we'll go fight. Um, why don't you go first? And <laughs> yeah. I think it may have just been one of the guys that was like really afraid to fight. He didn't want right, to do anything. <laughs> And they were all in love with the one woman you had to go rescue halfway around the world. Wasn't she the yeah. leader of them? Yeah, she was. Yeah. Barbarella or something? Barbarella, yeah. that was it, yep. Yeah, yeah she also returned in Rank Quest Builders 2 in a DLC. Nice. Oh, did That's she? One thing I did yeah. in every every chapter, in uh, particularly in one, was build my own room. Um, because the, the villagers all always just come in and take whatever beds are occupied at night. So I would just build... Uh, I would build a room that I could only access via a ladder because I noticed that the villagers don't climb ladders. Um, so if there were <laughs> stairs, they would just like hop up and and um, and just hop into my giant bed that I stole from a castle. Um, <laughs> you know, my my king's bed, my king size bed. They would they would hop into it and then you know, they, hey, you're you're in my room sleeping in my my bed. So I would uh, I would actually just build this kind of secluded area within the castle or within my uh, each village um, so that I could have my own room. Um, I don't know. Maybe that's selfish. <laughs> off your huge giant bed for yourself with a ladder. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but there there was something I think you could do. I think you in the first one at least you could build a sign that that prevents people from going. Like you could build a sign that's basically like this is my space or whatever my room. Yeah, there uh, are private room signs which you can put inside the room not yeah. outside which would look better of course but uh, right. if you put them in then uh, it will only be for you if you write your name on it right yeah, yeah yeah so i didn't end up doing that i just i just built you know i thought it would be cool yeah. to have my own room but it's like a secret fort where you have to climb yeah. a ladder to get to it <laughs> like a blanket fort yeah exactly like a blanket fort. <laughs> 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 throwback to well, uh, previous episodes I, you know the, there was the one the um island in dragon quest builder 2 with the mine um yeah. 
I felt like that one was one. There were so many villagers, no matter how many beds I built, there was never a free bed. There were plenty of times where I would walk up to a bed, destroy it. So someone would get up and walk away. And then I'd slap down a bed and jump right in it. <laughs> I swear it's the only one in both games that I felt I had to do that on. But yeah, yeah when you just all sleep straight up on the floor. Mm -hmm. they, they, they did a lot to improve the physics for minecarts in this one too I, I remember you could do minecarts in builders one but in this one i've seen a bunch of videos where people built like full-on roller coasters and not even ones with completed tracks the ones that like launch you in the air and like you land on another part of the track well that's something i never did in dragon quest builders 2 i never yeah. did where you could jump with your cart from one track to another i never yeah. did that yeah, well, I guess you'd have to kind of space out like how far the tr the cart's gonna go. Yeah, and, yeah, it, it would take some experiments. There'd definitely be a couple of uh, roller coaster accidents <laughs> in the making. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. But um, yeah, a couple other things that were that were used to uh, promote um, builders in general. So the New York Comic Con. Um, what year was that? Twenty. 2016? Uh, 2016, 2016, New York Comic Con had uh, Dragon Quest Builders demo, and you could uh, you could play the game. It was I think uh, part of Cantlin, and I think you might have been able to defeat the Golem. I don't actually remember, um, but I do remember uh, Mishi and Favorian were there uh, dressed as the Builders, and uh, and they had merch there, which is cool. This is like one of the first Comic Cons they actually had Dragon Quest merch at, so you could buy. Um, uh, slime plushies there um, amongst the massive amount of Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts stuff. Um, <laughs> of course. Yes, <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, so it was really cool. It was, the, it was one of the first cons in modern times to have Drag Quest merch at it. Um, and then I was at, uh, this was, I guess, probably 2018. Um, when Dragon Quest Builders 2 came out in Japan, I was in Japan and went to Luida's bar, and they had uh, Dragon Quest Builders-themed desserts. Um, and if you... We'll put these in, in the show notes and, um, and in the uh, YouTube version as well. Um, but if you actually go to our, our, our uh, chat, Ben, you can see some of the... Um, some of the build, Builders uh, desserts that I had uh, posted earlier. Um, one of them is a is a, a menu that shows you. They give you these little stackable slime cakes and uh, and this little kind of brownie hammer uh, where the hammer was actually made of uh, pocky, which is pretty cool. The the, the handle of the hammer was pocky, um, and they had these little cakes and these little sugary slimes, and you stacked them. You you were supposed to build. Uh, what was in the picture, but you could actually just build whatever you wanted um, and do something completely different if you want. Um, so they give you uh, two plates, one with the little stackable slime cakes, and uh, the other one had some kind of green sugary goo that was supposed to be grass. And uh, and you basically just build build the dessert and then devour it, I guess. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was pretty cool. And then the other one they had for builders um, as well, and I had to get both of them because... You, you know they're limited time so i had to get them uh was um stackable uh, it was um it was a cake puzzle and they, they it was the map of a left guard uh from the original dragon warrior you know dragon quest game and they put the bl the block uh the block pictures in different orders and you have to you have to pick them up with these um 
kind of uh, plastic chopsticks and place them in the order. Um, <laughs> and then it's funny because they like then the staff comes by and like judges whether or not you did it correctly. And <laughs> there was no there was no real prize or anything. I they just wanted to see if a guy gene did it properly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was a cool just thing to do. Dragon Quest fan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was a cool thing to do and and do it from memory and everything and not need a guide for that one just because that was the first game I played when I was like ten years old. So, but I'll, you know, I'll, definitely, I'll definitely visit that Dragon Quest Cafe when I'm back in uh, to Japan. Yeah, there's a couple of them. I, if uh, if you're planning a trip, uh, let me know. I'll, I'll I'll give you the spiel for uh, all the yeah, different places to go. I. I've looked at your pictures before, and I know we've talked about it, but I don't think I ever noticed before, or maybe I haven't seen a picture of the menu. I like how the menu, the prices are listed in gold. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't say 1,980 yen. It says 1,980 gold. Right. That's pretty Although cool. I did, I did pay in yen. I didn't have any gold yeah. on me at the time. <laughs> yeah, well, if you had some gold, there's probably a, a lot fewer pieces than that. <laughs> right to exchange your currency into gold. Yeah. Oh, maybe with the markets the way they've been, uh, that might not be a bad idea right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And just keep it at home and wait. Yep. Yep. So, uh, so Ben, do you have any um, any uh, other projects you're working on in builders or things that you're you're looking forward to uh, to building someday? The only thing right now that's coming up is uh, still working on the Link to the Past map, which I want to complete, maybe even do all the dungeons. We'll see about that. Oh, wow. Yeah, that will be some some work. Uh, other than that, uh, right now I'm totally fixated on Animal Crossing and building my <laughs> island over there. <laughs> cool. Understandable. Yes, that... Yeah. that... <laughs> See, seeing as, uh, yeah. like I said, I was looking at your channel and the views on those are skyrocketing. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, very, very well viewed right now. And yeah, yeah. I'm, I already put uh, also like 500 hours into Animal Crossing. So I think around 300 hours into the island. So it got more hours into it than Link to the Past right now. <laughs> Which doesn't say much, but... Uh, We'll see about that when I make a little tour about over my island. Nice. Yeah, you can advertise on the uh, Animal Crossing stream. Just start talking about your Link to the Past builder's map. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do some cross-promotion. <laughs> you guys wish you could build your own house instead of just modifying little pieces. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, and okay. if you like this island, also take a look at that other island. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Dragon Quest Builders 2 is totally island-based. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Well, um, if you've, uh, hopefully, uh, the listeners, if you've um, uh, liked what you've seen, go check out uh, Ben's channel. Um, check out the Dragon Quest uh, uh, Builders Facebook group, Facebook group as well uh, for additional um, pieces and all the folks there that are building great stuff. Um, and it's, it's always, uh, it's always amazing. I'm always inspired, not inspired to the point of being able to do something <laughs> beyond dirt castles, but I'm always just looking on that channel and just say, I'm always amazed by what, what we see. So thank you so much, Ben, for, for joining us, um, to talk about the game today. Yeah. Thank you very much for having me. And uh, there's one more thing I need to mention. That's the best addition they did to uh, to Dragon Quest Builders 2 
is the notice board where you can see all the builds of everyone and what they did. It's always perfect to get inspired for yourself or like just taking a look at everything. Nice. Yeah, I know every time I logged on, there would be, you'd get that during like the loading screen too. Yeah. It yeah, was, I'm, uh... I'm, it's funny that talking about this has just kind of brought back so many memories mm -hmm. of, of playing Dragon Quest Builders and, and little things I used to do like carve a tunnel through a mountain um, to uh, the edge of the water and build like a little fishing hut or like just a random random stuff like that just like dig through a mountain and and uh, and build uh, a small house in the mountain so that when I'm running away from these stupid ghosts at night <laughs> I, I can I can just like I was like oh wait a minute I know I've got a mountainside fortress here I can run in real quick and, and take a nap uh, yeah, that I, I wish I could do in real life. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's another one of those things I wish. Yeah, get that pickaxe out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Unfortunately, there's too many people who would say, hey, you're on my land. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, you could almost well, we'll try it with a hammer. Yeah. <laughs> that might take you a little while. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah um, thanks again for having me. It was very nice talking to you guys. Yeah, we will put the links to all of Ben's stuff, his YouTube, his Twitch, his Facebook, his Twitter, all in the show notes. So whatever podcast app you are listening to this on, it just click on the notes um, and you will have all the links there for that. Um, but it, all those things he's talking about, if you just search him up on YouTube, you'll find Ben XC very quickly. Yeah, yeah I think you only have to search for Dragon Quest Builders on YouTube. <laughs> Uh, almost I everything I typed in Dragon Quest Builders or Dragon Quest Builders 2 and put like one other word there, pretty much uh, three out of the top four things were yours. So Yeah, like every second video right now. Awesome. Nice. Well, glad, glad we could have you on then. Yeah, thank you very much. I hope you have a great day, morning or evening, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Depending and on when you're listening to soon. this. <laughs> <laughs> so, bye. Well, that is it for this episode of Slime Time. We want to thank Ben, of course, again for joining us and to talk about uh, some of the Builders games and all his builds. Thanks so much, Ben. Thank and you, too. Bye. You might have noticed that the only time we mention that Patreon on our stream is when we say we don't use it. We're just longtime fans that want to speak about the game series we know and love so much. If you have money you would like to donate, consider sliding on over to the Dragon's Den at www.wudis.com slash den and click support this site. Wudis has owned and maintained the Dragon's Den fan site for over 20 years, and I'm sure he'd appreciate any donation. Or, um, if you don't want to do it directly, use his Amazon affiliate links. Make some purchases. Buy Dragon Quest Builders 2 for the Switch, or 1 for the Switch. Um, any of the other games we've talked about in our other podcasts that are still on Amazon, he's pretty much got an affiliate link to it and of course a small fraction of the sale will then go to help support the den and if you're an advertiser and you're looking for a cool new podcast to spend lots of ad revenue on reach out to us at slimetimepodcast at gmail.com if you have any questions or comments for us you can find us on twitter at platym3 or at riamu celestrian or hit a hip, hit both of us up simultaneously at dq slime time also, consider joining in tons of Dragon Quest discussions at the Dragon's Den forums, one of the few remaining forums still around the internet. Find it from the Dragon's Den main page or at www.wudis.com slash forums. I know I'm always there, crazily posting, keeping people up to date on what I'm playing, and uh, there's a hardcore group of people that are doing that. There's, I know our Dragon Quest X forums are always busy with... Uh, 
mainly Westerners that are playing the game. And we'd like to, of course, thank everyone that made this podcast possible, like Brian, a.k.a. Woodis, for his support of the series and this podcast, and for keeping Dragon's Den's lights on for decades now. Thanks to Amanda LaPree and the Descendants of Erdrick for allowing us to use their music for our podcast. Descendants of Erdrick is a video game tribute band from Austin, Texas. If you like what you've heard, check them out in their most recent album, Advent, at www.descendantsofurdrick.com or on Twitter at dofurdrick. Or when all this corona craziness is over, uh, go see their band, their band leader, Amanda LaPree, on li- uh, live on tour as a guitarist with Andrew W.K. As always, our thanks to Dwayne Bullock, our wonderful graphic artist slash Dragon Quest fan, for making the awesome artwork cover for this podcast. Dwayne was on the original iterations of the Slime Time podcast and on, I think, three or four other episodes now. So you can hear a lot of his jokes and on with us, or you can check out more of his artwork at Dwayne Art on Instagram or his website, DwayneBullockArt.BigCartel.com. That's right. Yeah, he was actually on our last episode, The Ballet uh, Dragon Quest Ballet episode that we did and uh, he's also graciously allowed us to use his uh, Slime Time artwork for t-shirts that will be coming soon yes proceeds all go to support the den so if you're looking for more Dragon Quest podcasts check out the earlier episodes on Dragon's Den Anchor FM, iTunes, Spotify, YouTube and more please also check out our fellow Dragon Quest podcasts available like Puff Puff Hour and Dragon Quest FM Bye, everyone. DQ Slime Time slamming off. 